Here's a thought. What if you woke up to find you'd won $20,000 every month for 20 years? Imagine the possibilities. Set for life from New South Wales Lotteries. Grab an entry in-store or online today. Welcome to the Brisbane Football Review, powered by Outside90.com. It's finals time, so that must mean that we'll have at least one more game to go. Welcome to the Kwame Yaboa, episode 29 of the Brisbane Football Review. I'm James, and I'm joined by Scott. Back in the chair this week is Adam. Welcome back. Yeah, thanks, James. Thanks, Scott. Welcome back, Adam. Yeah, thank you. It's a, been a tough couple of weeks, but uh, yeah, no, good, good to be back on board. Good to be running as a three-man show again. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're going to get right into the A-League review, talk about the final regular season game on Sunday night, which was quite eventful in its own right as the Raw took on Wellington Phoenix and came away 4-3 winners. Adam, what happened? <laughs> uh, I think it's a, I think you know, things go a little crazy in the final sort of round of the season where you, know, you had a Wellington, Wellington Phoenix side that had really had, you know, other than for personal you know, pride and, you know, contracts, you know, they, they pre-had had nothing to lose and they really took it to the raw early. So, and I said, it's there. I think Bizarro Land almost stuff. Well, Sunday was certainly mm. insane. That's for sure. We'll get to the other game in a minute. But yeah, I mean, again, the raw fell behind, James, with three pretty soft goals, you'd have to say. Absolutely. What Particularly the second and the third one. They were very soft. Yeah, I missed those two. I, <laughs> I get up to go to the toilet and come back Five minutes later, and it's 3-1. I hear two disappointed sighs in the walk to and from the bathroom at Suncorp Stadium, and next thing I know, it's 3-1. Yeah, no, I think uh, Cameron Cristani would have hoped to have left off that third goal, because, yeah, no, um, unfortunately, yeah, he he was, uh, you don't want to use the word fault, but, you know, he did get found out twice, you know, on, on the first and third goals, and the second goal, like... The third where, where was unlucky, he's trying to clear it, but yeah, you've, yeah. Got to, you've got to clear the ball in that yeah. situation. And look, that first one was... A lot of credit needs to go to Roy Krishner, yeah. I think, as well, who, quite frankly, barreled yeah. Crestani yeah. off the ball. Yeah. But it was interesting going from the start where the Raw, mm. we thought were actually going to play, you know, the new in vogue three at the back formation yeah. with Crestani, Papadopoulos and Devere with Jade North sick and no fullbacks. Yeah. But they kind of named a, still a four-man defence with Crestani yeah. at right back and Tommy Orr at left. We it, was, bit... it was, but Tommy Orr wasn't really doing much defending. He no. was really getting forward a lot going as an overlap to Thomas Broich, and I think that was the plan. It wasn't really... Uh, yeah, you're right. It was listed as a back four in name, but yeah. the way Tommy Orr... It was a three and a half, up, really, wasn't it? Because, yeah, the way the Raw traditionally play, both their fullbacks will overlap down the wing. I think the only time I saw yeah. Crestani get into the opposition half is when he was trying to catch an under-hit pass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he didn't not get by, forward. No, he, no, he didn't get forward much, did he? No, it seemed like there was a very clear... You know, I do tactical. wonder if that's because he's the centre-back playing full-back off it was the instruction. I think it was just a case of don't make the kid think too much. Which, yeah. you know, look, we, we joke about footballers, but maybe we don't want them thinking too it's, much. It's <laughs> strange, actually, about that, because, you know, having you know, the selection of Cameron Christine in the first place, that right-back, you would have thought that Dane Ingham, yeah. who presents more of like a sort of a clone of, you know, of Jack Hingott and what he does, you know, how he gets up and down the field. So it's it's a very, very strange yeah. selection call, and you're yeah. right. I think there might have been that three-at-the-back-inspired sort of, you know, formation, but it really didn't pan out in the end. But not quite an all-out yeah. approach yeah. to three-at-the-back. Yeah. And... 
it honestly did impact the Raw's midfield as well because yeah. Thomas Christensen, I thought he got forward more than yeah. I've ever seen him do before. But it was always down the right side yeah. to try and support Brandon Barello. He was doing the running that Hingit would normally do. I do wonder if that was just purely the fact that John Elsey trusts Kramer and Cristani more at this point in a defensive sense. And he might be thinking, we've got to win the game. I don't want to have a defender who's going to make a mistake and not argue what happened. But maybe that was purely what he was thinking. I trust Cam Cristani more. And as we've pointed out before with Dane Ingham, he's... You know, still learning to play yeah. as a fullback rather Bet- than a- between between Daningham and Cam Cristani. If you had to pick who's the better defender, I think hands down it'd be Cristani. That's yeah. the is the better defender. But you know, Daningham gives you other sort of um, things that that Cristani can't. So, and look, it did get better in the second half. I thought Cristani. I think I don't know if he got yelled at at half time or just told look. Probably don't. got the arm around the shoulder, just calm down, sort of treatment. Yeah, yelling at him is not going to do him any good. Well, I don't know, but it can be yeah. fun and therapeutic for the coach. <laughs> but yeah, it did seem to go a lot better as the Raw then mounted a, you know, some a comeback that we normally don't see until the finals, where they wound up winning four three thanks to a couple of pretty well taken goals. That first yeah. one from Barella, well, which was their second yeah. one, came absolutely out of nowhere. That was poor goalkeeping as well. Yeah, that no, was I... that. Sh- that should never be going in a goal a goal like that, but. Yeah, like we'll it, it. Lewis Taliana, he's a good he's a good keeper, but that one, yeah, I think he'd be very disappointed with with that, and it just then did this and triggered the avalanche, basically the roar of sort of you know really coming at him. So. And a great yeah. name too. Adam says good goalkeeper. I'm not sure he's going to be hanging around in Wellington too much longer, if you believe what a couple of Wellington fans have found out over the weekend. But a couple of players have been selling furniture. Anyway, that's a story for another day. <laughs> let me, so apparently he's one of them. So maybe uh, our colleagues over in uh, in, in Auckland might be able. to Help us out. Oh, Wellington should take yes. you out that. Yeah, well, I think there's a lot more discussions about whether or not Wellington should perhaps have a team given the crowd We'll figures, get to that. We'll get to that later. Yep. Yeah. Yes, uh, what, are we, what are we talking about? Yeah, then the third goal. What happened there? The McLaren goal? The, yeah, the McLaren goal. That was a good goal. Yeah. It was well worked. Yeah. But I think, I think as well, I don't know if we deliberately, with um, the first and fourth goal, I think... Uh, I was saving... Yes. Yeah, I, was, I thought I was, you were saving that. I thought we had to mention yeah. the McLaren goal just out of courtesy, yeah. but I want to talk about... We've also about got to mention the horrible miss too, by the way, on the penalty. Coming later, coming okay. later. Give it to All right, well, I, I'm running the show, you know. All right, Captain. <laughs> well, ish. <laughs> but yeah, the two goals from Brett Holman, fantastic strikes, yeah. and... You know, yeah. maybe he's getting into form. And that's what I wrote down on my notes when I came in today. He's becoming an X-factor at the moment. He's hitting form at the right time. He's a player who can make an immense impact on the game. It's not just with his goals. It's, we saw on the, we talked about midweek with the, after the ACL game, he was the best player on the park in terms of passing and movement. Mm, and if he can bring those things and create chances for others, then he can really change the games in the finals. His think, passing still wasn't perfect, but you're right. Like It's the, getting better. The two strikes made up for it. But I think as well, I said, you know, I think having that goal scoring potential at the number 10, yeah. you know, I think that just opens up a whole new dimension, you know, as far and we'll, we'll talk about a couple of weeks ago about the overall lines <laughs> on Jamie McLaren, but, you know, with Brett Holman finding form, it, it, it does open up a different dimension of attack. And, you know, like, mind you, they can, you know, take the chances more. But I think, you know, this is positive going forward. It's good to see Brett Holman actually, you know, delivering on what we knew he was capable of. Definitely. He has had that injury and it's coming back into form. It's good. Yeah. They'll need him in the finals if they're going to go deep into the finals. All right. And with that, we're going to actually take a quick look at some of the other Round 27 results. And I emphasize yeah. quick because we've got a hell of a lot yeah. to get through tonight. <laughs> Nothing happened the last 24 hours. So no. I did it. <laughs> Absolutely not. So Friday night, Melbourne victory 1-0 over Central Coast Mariners. Congratulations to Bess Art Barisha for Absolutely. getting to 100 goals. Yep. 
Absolutely. Congratulations. Great achievement. Yep. And congratulations to Central Coast Mariners for covering the spread. <laughs> <laughs> also, also as well, you know, just on that Borussia goal, it's actually congratulations to, um, to Joy Ingham, who actually laid off the pass, where he, he probably would have and should have taken the try himself. He laid off to Borussia for number 100. So, but no, it was, I think it's, it's an old raw training ground move. I'll, yeah. I wonder if Joy Ingham is actually, um, <laughs> remember what happened with James Meyer, I think, back, on, back in Boston <laughs> a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure James Myers ever recovered from that, has he? <laughs> no comment. All right, so Sydney FC secu- received their premiers, played on a good note, 2 0 oh, win over Newcastle. But there was a little bit of drama there where Ben Kantorovsky went straight through Milos Ninkovic. Yeah. Bit of a, oh, bit of a nerdy not, moment. They're Sydney not fans. happy. They're not they're happy. They're not happy, are they? But it sounds like he's going to be fine. Yep. Now, I'm not sure if that tackle was exactly what got Mark Jones sacked, but we'll see. We won't get to that later yep. on, too. Yeah. And then Adelaide 2-2 over West Sydney Wanderers. Good fight, good fight back by the Wanderers, I guess. Well, it's, starting, it's at least starting to, you know, to find some form. You know, like that's a game they could probably drop their head and said, you know what, oh, it's always next week. But you now the fact they fought back, I think, will give them a bit of momentum coming into Friday night. Yeah, good timing on finding form, guys. <laughs> <laughs> They're uh, still lacking that killer will to finish the games off, but we'll get to that in segment four. And then finally, the last game of the round, which we were all rushing to get home from Suncorp to yeah. see, or at least to a TV screen, it was... Um, Chaos. Yeah, to put it lightly. 5-4 Perth over Melbourne City. And I can only think of the Homer Simpson quote, which I wish we had the sound spot <laughs> before. What the hell was that? La Grill, mate. La Grill. <laughs> Ultimately, it was the best possible result for the yeah. Raw because it meant that they secured third place on the table and right now have their name penciled in for one of next season's Asian Champions League spots. Yeah, well, we'll yeah, if they've... Unless 4th through 6 actually wins the grand final, the Raw will get the playoff spot again, so that's positive. And this is the absolute ideal result for the Raw because they didn't want to play Sydney in week one. And all together now... Week two, all, sorry, not week one. Let's all laugh at Liam Reddy. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> me. Oh, I, I, would, I think the best way to describe it was that, you know, it's like a real-life FIFA. I was going to say, I wonder if Liam Reddy's kid was oh. actually holding a controller <laughs> and going, run, Daddy, run! That is a what-are-you-thinking moment. <laughs> that quote we started to talk about this game with, that fits right here as well. Yeah. Not Liam Reddy. Absolutely ridiculous. I just, I'm wonder, I've I'm never genuinely... seen that in the A-League before. I don't think I've ever seen him world football. <laughs> I'm sure I have. It was probably yeah. in the German league. On FIFA doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's going to wrap up our regular season recaps for yep. the Brisbane Football Review. We'll be back with segment two right after this. Thanks for listening to the Brisbane Football Review, powered by Outside90.com. Here's a thought. What if you woke up to find you'd won $20,000 every month for 20 years? Imagine the possibilities. Set for life from New South Wales Lotteries. Grab an entry in-store or online today.